Hey Jay, this is Sean Collins from Affiliate Summit. Just wanted to touch base and say that I'm really excited about the presentation you're doing at Affiliate Summit 2008 East in Boston, the 10 Hottest Strategies for Internet Marketing. Very much looking forward to it and sure love to see if any of your listeners can make it out there. I think that would be very beneficial for them. And the good news is for anybody who actually can't make it out, that we'll be videotaping it so it will be available for free for anybody at AffiliateSummit.tv in about a month so they can see you either in person which would certainly be the best option or else later on on the internet thanks for everything you do and can't wait to see you take care welcome to episode 26 of the 10 golden rules of internet marketing podcast i'm happy to be back in the studio well actually at the home office the gang at tgr is back with a live from the blog segment we have a joke of the week from a world famous best-selling pulitzer prize-winning humorist and we have a special sit-down with one of the guys behind the amazing breakout web success, independent movie, The Blair Witch Project. So, let's podcast. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast, featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever and whenever this podcast finds you, thanks so much for joining us for number 26. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. The last show was recorded on a beaver dam in northern Ontario, Canada, so it's nice to have a real chair to sit on. Those beaver logs get a bit uncomfortable after about 10 minutes. We make this show available free of charge at 10goldenrules.com, and we have some amazing guests on upcoming episodes, including Andy Cernovich, the author of a new book called Word of Mouth Marketing, and David Meerman Scott, author of The New Rules of Marketing and PR. I'm really looking forward to my interview with David. So if you're an into internet marketing and you like this show, why don't you take a minute to go over to iTunes, subscribe for the show, even if you don't have an iPod, you can get the show automatically downloaded every week to your computer if you subscribe to the show at iTunes, and you'll get to take advantage of these upcoming shows. Off the top, we played a message from Sean Collins, the co-founder of Affiliate Summit. And Sean, thanks so much. He's a regular contributor to the show. He listens to the show all the time. Sean and Missy Ward do an amazing job with Affiliate Summit. It's really, really a fantastic show. If you get the chance, get out to Boston next week or go to one of the future shows. They do one in the East and one in the West every year. And the, the, the neat thing about Sean and Missy, and, and I think their tagline says that they're affiliates too. So the show's very real, very authentic, and you meet people who are really living in the online world and, and making their money by being affiliates and representing other people's products. Sean wrote the first book I ever read on affiliate marketing. It's called um, Successful Affiliate Marketing for Merchants. And I've been a big fan of Sean's for a long time. So, Sean, thank you so much for participating. And the show is, as I mentioned, uh, you can find out information at affiliatesummit.com. It's in Boston. And if you're in the Boston area next week, and even if you're not attending the show, please reach out to me at 10 Golden Rules. Um, I'll be speaking at the show, and we're organizing a marketing meetup dinner on Monday night, August 11th. We have some of the Boston area social media rock stars lined up for dinner, including Christopher S. Penn and John Wall from the uh, Marketing Over Coffee podcast. We've got a um, CEO of a new startup, and he's actually going to be launching a brand new startup that day. We'll have news about that on our next show. 
and um, the editor of a 15 million person e-newsletter, uh, online e-newsletter. So we've got some really, really neat people who are getting together for dinner. So uh, if, you, if you're listening to this in real time in the next couple of days, definitely get in touch with me if you're in the Boston area. Now, if you're not and you're down in South Florida, we have a similar event also next week on the 13th of August. Jeff Ramsey, who's the head of eMarketer, and he is really the numbers guy to the internet elite. This guy has all of the answers to all of the questions about how many people are doing what, where on the internet. So we'll be down on Las Olas Boulevard in Fort Lauderdale, August 13th. Again, get in touch. Wide open invitation to any podcast listeners to spend some time with some of these real superstars of internet marketing. I like to mention our upcoming speaking events so that if you're in the area or attending the conference that, that I'm going to be speaking at, we can meet in person. You can come to a networking dinner. Um, almost everywhere I go now, I'm organizing one of these dinners and we're running some live audio and you've heard it on the show and, and we'd love you to participate in a live recording for the podcast. So I mentioned Affiliate Summit Boston, August 11 and 12. My new presentation there is called The 10 Hottest Strategies for Internet Marketing and you'll be able to find that as Sean mentioned at AffiliateSummit.tv starting in September of 08. If you're in Las Vegas, we're going to have three chances to meet up this year. September 10 to 12, I'm going to be at the Rocket Place eBay conference. If you're into eBay, this is a really great show to attend to learn all about how to make money in this incredible eBay world. And the Rocket Place folks have offered the 10 Golden Rules listeners a discount. It's $25 off the conference if you enter 10 Golden Rules as your promo code. I'll be back in Vegas just a week later, September 20th, for a really great show called Blog World Expo. This is the major blogging and podcasting event. So if you're into new media, I'd love to see you in Vegas September 20. That's Blog World Expo. Of course, there's links to all these events uh, on our website at 10 Golden Rules. And November 11th is another big, really, really fantastic event. It's called Webmaster World. It was originally called PubCon because this conference started as just a networking event in a pub. And there's a whole day on the Friday of, of the conference where... All they do is there's no speakers, there's no schedule, there's no rooms. Everyone just hangs out in the pub and networks. And it's one of the best ways to find out what's really working in search engine marketing. And I'll be speaking at Webmaster World November 11th in Las Vegas. Links to all the events on 10goldenrules.com. So that's a little intro to today's song of the week. It's got a little 1980s Cure kind of vibe to it. You'll have to stick around to the end of the show to find out more about a song called Hunting for Witches. Now, one of the most special parts of the show for me is the call-ins, the people who call in, who participate, uh, all of you who make this show so motivating and enthusiastic for me, the people who keep me pumped up every week to do the show. So um, all you have to do is call 206 888 6606. And it's a 24 hour recording line. It's completely digital. There's no people involved. So you can call anytime. It's not ringing anywhere. Don't worry. You're not waking anyone up. And you know what? Put Add it to your cell phone. Add it to your um, direct dial. 206-888-6606. And anytime you have a question about internet marketing, 
or even better, if you discover a cool new website or you figure out a, a really neat way to do something online, I'd love you to share it with us. So call 206-888-6606, and here's what one of the calls sounds like. Hi, Jay. This is Rosh from ProsperousArtist.com. Just checking in with you. I have a question. Um, I am actually a podcaster, again, ProsperousArtist.com, where our basic concept is that there are a lot of people out there that have um, basically worked for 10 or 20 years and then after all that time decided they wanted to do what they love to do for a living and usually that involves the creative arts and so our podcast is about uh, really supporting them but uh, I'm an avid podcast listener and it seems like you know really my question is where did all the podcasters go and, and I know that sounds kind of funny um, but I was looking through pulling new stuff that looked interesting off of iTunes and it seemed like everybody ended about mid-summer last year. It never started back up. And uh, at least the new ones that I was looking for, obviously we have um, many traditional or the new media podcasts that are certainly solid, like uh, Joseph's and Mitch and CC, and, of course, you're doing a great job. And, uh, you know, I, certainly they're, they're keeping me uh, entertained and informed. But other podcasts outside of that space seem to maybe, I guess, maybe have two or three four, maybe ten podcasts, and then they're done. And uh, just curious if you have any comments on that, maybe uh, if there are any statistics. Um, often when I speak on the uh, topic of podcasting, I'll often say podcasting is uh, kind of like an egg and bacon breakfast. Uh, the uh, chicken chicken is, uh, is participated, but the, um, the pig, pig was committed. And I often say you really need to be committed if you want to be a podcaster, and a blogger for that matter. So uh, anyway, your thoughts, any statistics on uh, maybe how long people generally stick with podcasting, how long it takes to really be kind of become really an entrenched podcaster and podcasting show and how many shows is considered the gold standard. Um, thank you so much. I hope uh, that is a good question, and uh, I'm looking forward to your answer. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Rosh, thanks so much for joining the community. Great to hear from you. I had to listen to your show, and the show's called uh, Prosperous Artists. And um, if you're into art and the art world, you definitely want to check out Rosh's show. And he's uh, definitely a pig, a podcasting pig. He's done 107 shows. He's definitely committed to podcasting. Um, I don't know what the official pod fade number would be, and that's the term they, they seem to use in the industry for people who get started and then fade away. Joe Jaffe called into our show number 10, and he said that 13 or 14 is the pod fade number. So this is number 26. I guess we're past pod fade. I don't know why a lot of podcasters give up production. I do know it takes a ton of time to produce these shows. So I guess if people don't really realize a business opportunity or don't realize a listener community, and, and, and that's why... I said it's so important for you folks to call in and participate because we sit down here at a microphone and you have no live audience. It's really important that you guys let us know that you're out there, you're listening, you love the shows, and, and you know don't just call my show. Call call other people. When you're, you listen to a show, pop them an email, pop them a, a phone call, and let them know that you appreciate and enjoy the content on the shows. Um, that keeps it going. Um, I, I guess um, if, if there's any ex-podcasters out there, if there are anyone who has pod faded, I think Rosh and I and, and, and probably many of you would love to know, you know, what, what goes through it, how, what gets you started and what, what gets you stopped and why did you give up the goat? 
Hi, Jay. This is Nicole Governile with Proactive Training and Consulting. The question I had for you was, in doing internet newsletter marketing and sending that information out to a database, what are your opinions on the difference between opt-in email messages and opt-out email options? And so people don't feel like they're getting spammed by you having just given you a business card yet you want to share with them your marketing materials via the internet. Thanks so much for your help. Hey, Nicole, thanks for calling in. The difference between opt-in e-newsletters and opt-out. This one's really pretty simple. If you see an offer on a website and it says, enter your email address here to sign up for our free e-newsletter, that is asking you to opt-in. If you're on a site and you're asking for information or downloading a free e-book and they have a box with a check mark and it says, we will be happy to send you our e-newsletter, and if you have to check the box to opt out, that's an offer where you, you obviously have to check it to, you have to uncheck it to opt out. So they've defaulted you to receiving the e-newsletter. You have to check it to opt out. So now you also mentioned business cards. And when you're out at a networking event, uh, a business card technically is neither an opt-in nor an opt-out. Unless you ask the person when you get their business card, would you like to re receive our free e-newsletter? We cover a lot of information in our industry. It's very valuable information. We have really great writers who work on this e-newsletter. Then you've asked them for an opt-in. So perhaps the best course of action when you, receive a new, when you receive a business card, personally email a copy of your next newsletter to the individual who received um, your, who, who you got their business card and say to them, would you like to receive this e-newsletter on a regular basis? Now next up, if you've been listening to the show, we have a new sponsor for the 10 Golden Rules podcast. And in the sense of community, I asked you all to tell me if you use this product and if you're as passionate about it as I am. And here's our first call in. Hi, Jay. This is Robert Barron with SECompetitiveRanking.com. I wanted to leave you a note about GoToMeeting. I have been using web conferencing for over 10 years now. I started out using WebEx and had nothing but frustration during the first four or five years of its use. We've had to restart just about every meeting every time during the late 90s of its use. In early 2000, 2001, I started using GoToMeeting and have been an intense user of GoToMeeting since then. I highly recommend the product and I think it's, it's the best in the field. Thanks. Hey, Robert, thanks so much for, for calling in. We absolutely love GoToMeeting at 10 Golden Rules. We use it four or five times a day. We're so proud that they're participating in the show. And thank you all so much for participating. Um, and if, if you use GoToMeeting, tell us how you use it. How, what does it do for you? Uh, I know for me, it saves me a ton of travel because I can do meetings with people in New York, California, um, Toronto, all, all around the world. And all they have to do is call in and they can see my computer screen when they log in online. And I can walk them through the slides or uh, we can go on their website and, and do some kind of analytics. It's very, very valuable tool. So if you want to give GoToMeeting a try, the folks over there have offered the 10 Golden Rules listeners a special opportunity to do a free 45-day trial. It's 15 days longer than, than some of their other promos out there. So you can do a free 45-day trial, completely free. You can test out this uh, video conferencing product. Go to GoToMeeting.com. That's G-O-T-O meeting.com. Click the Try It Free button and enter the promo code GOLDEN, G-O-L-D-E-N, obviously. 
And um, if you're a GoTo meeting listener, give us a call 206 888 6606. I'd love to know how you're enjoying the product and how you use it. Next up, we don't have a joke of the weekend from Larry Port, but I was fortunate enough to see Dave Barry. He's a best selling author, a Pulitzer Prize winner, a newspaper columnist, a blogger at DaveBerry.com, and they even made a TV show about him called Dave's World. He spoke right after me at SIPA, the Specialized Information Publishers Association in Washington, D.C., and he was the luncheon keynote speaker, and the crowd loved him. So I played hard-hitting reporter. I went up to him with my M-Audio microtrack right after the show, and I grilled him about some of his, his really tense commentary. Actually, I lobbed him a few softballs. So here's our conversation with Dave Barry at SIPA, Washington. So I'm here with Dave Barry, author and humorist. Dave, you had a great presentation. It was very well received by the audience. Some of the things that I thought were interesting, you did a lot of internet research, you said, for this presentation. Yeah, because I I didn't know anything about SIPA, or as we call it in Miami, SIPA. Um, (laughs) So I I did some poking around the internet, and it it turns out there's a a tremendous amount of pornography on the internet. So I recommend it, the internet. I think it's here to stay. And uh, you, you said you moved to Miami from where? Moved to Miami from the United States in 1986. And, um, it's quite a world down there. I live in Boca. Well, as I say, everyone, everyone in Miami is driving according to the law of his or her individual country of origin. It's, it's always an adventure. And you're running for the president of the United States. I am. I'm running for the president of the United States. And I, uh, I'd say my, my platform is I agree with pretty much everyone on pretty much everything. Uh, How's that I'm, going over? Very well. I've... One by one, you'll notice the, the lightweights are dropping out, and it's really come down to the big four, as the media call it, me, Hillary, Obama, and, and John McCain. And Hillary's about to drop out. That leaves the, the big three, as the media call it. Um, although they often don't, they don't leave me in there, um, but I, I think it's pretty obvious why, don't you think? Yeah, I, I, it's interesting that they, they mention you bias, that way. It's bias. Let's be honest. Let's call it by its name. Yeah. You, you had two great stories, one about meeting the First Lady and one about driving the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Yeah, I, which uh, was the bigger thing for you? Well, I, both were hideously embarrassing moments. In one case, I, I embarrassed myself by uh, I met First Lady of the United States, Barbara Bush, and all I could think of to say was that I shop at the same supermarket as her son, Jeb, followed up with that he's very tall. These are my two statements to my one chance to talk to you. Um, so that was embarrassing. The press, the press corps gave you a hard time for that. They didn't think that was – my fellow journalists were not, were not stunned by my inter- interviewing technique. That was me getting embarrassed. In the other case, I, I got a chance to drive the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile for a day, and I, I picked my son up at middle school, which was a highlight of my life as a parent. Not so good for him, but for me, it was wonderful. I'm, I'm sure that went over well. Yeah. So th- this podcast is about the Internet and Internet marketing – any other thoughts on email or well, internet? Or? I, I, I find I use the internet a lot. Um, like if I want to look up a fact, it's like the population of Rhode Island or something. And I used to have to go you know, get an almanac out and look it up. And it would be slow and laborious process. And now I just turn on my computer. And then I go to lunch because I have Windows Vista. <laughs> and, but within an hour or two, that baby's ready to go. And I get on the internet and I type in population of Rhode Island. And then all of a sudden, you know, there it is, 983,462, which is actually not the population right now. It's the number of websites that have the words population over. So I start clicking the way you do. All different answers. I start clicking, clicking. And like four hours later, I'm looking at like a a site called 
fruit frogs of the Ryukyu Islands or something, you know. I have no idea what I, where I'm trying to get. You know, I've seen a lot of pictures of Britney Spears. So I really, I, I feel that thanks to the Internet, I, I am wasting time faster than ever before. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, we love it. Thank you very much. My pleasure, yeah. Thanks to Dave Barry. That was a lot of fun. I hadn't heard that since I, I recorded it. Okay, our next segment is called Live from the Blog. Each week, the team at 10 Golden Rules shares the best things they're discovering from the world of online marketing, and they write it up as a blog. So every every week, everyone on the team does a blog posting on our blog. You can find it at 10goldenrules.com. Just click on the link at the top that says blog, and here's what the team has been uncovering this week. Hi, this is Margie. Internet marketers are very busy trying to stay abreast of the latest trends, new ideas, and just plain doing our jobs, and we can tend to lose focus on the destination. It isn't going to matter how great your PPC campaign, blog post, or social media idea is if when the visitor is delivered to the website, they have no idea what to do or can't do what they want to do. So remember, focus on the website first. Ask yourself these questions. Can visitors easily understand and navigate my website? Are they enabled and even persuaded to take action? Have I made my website performance-based, transactional, trackable, and usable? And is my website search engine friendly so visitors can find it? If you answered no to any of these questions, it's definitely time to take a look at your website. After all, it's not only the destination for your online marketing, it's often the first point of contact for your customers. Hi, this is Susan. If you follow enough people on Twitter, you'll definitely learn about what happens in the news. CNN is one of those sites that I barely have open in my browser, but you'll find my Twitter page open. An example is the recent earthquake that hit the Southern California area this past week. In a matter of minutes, my Twitter feed was full of tweets like earthquake and OMG earthquake from fellow Twitter users in California, and when I opened CNN.com, it was breaking news. Moments later, the, er the keyword earthquake made the front page of Twitter search as a trending topic. As soon as an event such as an earthquake happens, it can reach masses quicker than the Associated Press comes to show how useful Twitter is as a personal newswire. Hi everybody, this is Michael, and I wanted to let you guys know about a new search engine called Cool. Now that's not C-O-O-L, that's www.cuil.com. That's actually founded by an ex-Google employee, Anna Peterson, and her husband, who just launched the new search engine. They're aiming to index more pages than Google and become a leader in search. So it should be interesting to see how this works and where they end up. Hi, I'm Michaela, 10 Golden Rules intern. Facebook has birthed a new breed of stargazers. As a 20-year-old girl who doesn't know how to use a telescope, I'm the last person you'd expect to know about an eclipse. I found out about it this morning through my Facebook events. One of my friends invited me a few weeks ago, and I received notification of the solar eclipse as it was happening this morning. As it turns out, Florida was in the moon's penumbra for this eclipse, so I wasn't able to see much, but I still was made aware of a world event through Facebook. Hi, this is Catherine, and this week somebody asked me about using auto content generation software. And the only thing I really have to say about it is, don't use it. It's not always easy to think of new original content for your website, and sometimes webmasters are tempted to cut corners by investing in auto content generation software. But before you invest in these tools to generate content, you need to consider, number one, the source of the content. 
If you're not writing it, then the content needs to come from somewhere. And most of these tools are using RSS feeds to pull that information in, or scraping content from other websites, putting you at risk at creating duplicate content that violates Google's Webmaster Guidelines. Number two, Google doesn't index RSS feeds. As of December 2007, their blog announced that they would no longer be indexing these types of feeds because of duplicate content issues. So if the software is using RSS feeds, then it's pretty much useless because those pages that they create are not going to be indexed. Lastly, number three, copyright. Most companies copyright their information, and if you're using a tool to scrape content from other people's websites, you might be violating copyright laws. Don't invest in auto content generation software. Invest in writing amazing original content. Yes, it does take more time and effort, but it's more likely to be indexed, you're not breaking the law, and it creates a better user experience. Hola. Hi everyone, this is Guillermo. The guy from Dig.com have been very active this week. Dig is a site that lists news stories that get the highest rating or digs from their users. They launched a new mobile website specially designed for smartphones like Trio, Blackberry and the new popular iPhone. You can reach the mobile website of Dig at m.digg.com. Also, they add a new feature that will allow anyone who currently uses Facebook to simply become a DIG user and start sharing and digging right away. This allows both Facebook and DIG users to easily share the contents they care about with the audience at large. It is amazing how social networks on the internet are connecting people so easily and taking the internet to a different level of democratization of news and content. Even more amazing is how social networks are allowing marketers access to information for so they can provide the right content to the right audience at the right time. So if you're listening to this podcast now, a smartphone and have never been to a dig.com or facebook.com, give it a try today. Ciao. Thanks, Guillermo, and welcome to the team, uh, adding a little international flavor to the 10 Golden Rules podcast. So for our feature segment today, I sat down with a really, really neat guy. His name is Robin Cowie, and we were at a networking dinner the night before I spoke at eBay Live in Chicago. Robin's one of the founders of the amazing web breakout success story, an independent movie called The Blair Witch Project. Let's find out what Robin's up to now. He's doing some really, really interesting stuff and valuable stuff on the internet. And we also have a bonus segment with OSI rock stars Janelle Elms. And you heard her a couple shows ago actually interviewing me. So here's a live segment from Chicago with Robin and Janelle. I like it. It's a, like a little stereo mic. Yeah, stuff. it's a digital. Uh, yeah, it's nice. What is it? It's a digital audio recorder. Oh, no Don't let him fool you. It's an alien zap mind control device. There's actually one of these things that's got cross mics. Right. It looks really cool, but it looks like a weapon. It's really hard to get it through the airport. <laughs> right. It's hard right. enough to get all this stuff through the airport. Do you want to talk about the movie project? Or is sure. That... I don't... Yeah, sure. No problem. We should make it mostly web stuff. My podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly yeah, yeah. internet marketing stuff. Sure, absolutely. I'm here with Rob Cowie. We just sat down, and this is going to be a little bit unprepared. 
Uh, Rob, welcome to the 10 Golden Rules podcast. Oh, thank you very much. It's uh, an amazing place. We're at the bar in Chicago. You can't get better than that. We're here for the eBay Live show. And I just sat down with Rob, and he told me that he was one of the guys behind the Blair Witch Project. And he's got a new film project coming out and a couple websites. So I'll let you tell us a little bit about the story and how it all unfolded. Yeah, you know, basically, I, since I was 15 and I came to the United States, I've been wanting to get involved in film production. And I went to film school. I met a couple of guys down there. Uh, I, I got involved at uh, Nickelodeon after film school and uh, helped launch the Golf Channel, you know, the, the Golf Channel that's on. The first shot on the Golf Channel was my shot. Awesome. <laughs> and then uh, I, uh, I started a commercial company, did television commercials, did a little uh, a website, very, very early website stuff. And then basically I, I reconnected after being out of film school for four years, I reconnected with some of the guys that I'd gone with. And you know, one of the guys had this idea for a film that they called The Woods Movie. And uh, I basically sold my commercial business, and I put the money into what became the Blair Witch Project and did the business plan and went out and raised the rest of the money that got us to Sundance. So, uh, And Sundance very, got a dis- distribution yeah, deal. Yeah, the film was sold at Sundance, but you know we had a website very early on in the yeah, process. The, that was one of the um, early web viral stories yeah it's pretty a good it's a pretty good story there's a great guy advocate of independent film called john pearson and uh, he wrote a book called spike mike slackers and dykes and uh, he's a total indie guy you know when the independent film channel first uh, launched he had this show that was almost like a cable access show i mean it was just you know just really for core fans and he, he saw our um, the tape that we were using to raise money, which was all fake, but he loved it so much, and he wanted to promote that. He wanted to bring it onto the show, so he promoted it like it was real on the, on the television show. Well, it shut down his website, you know, it, it completely, like there was discussion boards, everybody just totally shut it down, and he called us frantically and said, listen, you know, you guys got to get a website up because... <laughs> This is crazy. Because you're bringing my website yeah, down. You're bringing yeah. my website Bring down. Bring your own website down. So literally overnight, we launched BlairWitch.com to help, you know, at first to help John. Uh, and then, you know, the great thing about the film is that it, it, part of it was an experiment. We shot real time for eight days. And then the other part of it, we shot this fake documentary. Well, when we started editing, we realized we don't need to use any of the fake documentary stuff. Um, because that didn't really fit the experiment. And so all the fake documentary stuff that we had shot became content. We're like, well, where are we going to put it? And we said, well, let's put it online. And so we started to do things like we'd put up a page from Heather's journal and we'd say, hey, if you want to get to page two, you got to find the hidden link. And people would start, you know, kind of getting in there and talking about, hey, you know, this is how you could do this. And we would slowly feed out this, this content Live and uh, it, it was fantastic. People started to to really interact with the content. The site grew, and uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And you know, we just kept at it. So that that's basically how BlairWitch.com got started. You can say hi, because I'll edit it. Hi, Rob. Hi, Janelle. Rob's my favorite producer, sourcing genius, guru, brilliant. 
and 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 Janelle is my favorite personality and rock star and internet guru and eBay and present presenter and talker and friend. And we're walking, we're rocking yeah. the viral marketing it live right now. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. so many hits on that, uh, the videos on Spot the Rockstar. That's fantastic. Yeah, we, I just did a, a free video series for Worldwide Brands at blog.worldwidebrands.com. In four weeks, we've had over 35,000 people watch our videos. We've got um, 15 hours of content up there, and it's all free, and it's just generated massive amounts of traffic. It's all on how to sell physical products online and and what to sell online, where to get it, and how to sell it. And uh, it's free. We gave away uh, suppliers that supply over 60,000 products, and that's all free. Really, really great. Still up there, blog.worldwidebrands.com. And it's great. I mean, deliver really quality content online, and it's been a really good lead generator for us. I mean, you know, the biggest problem on the Internet, of course, is just overload of options and everybody just doesn't know where to start so if you can give people solid foundation kind of starting elements and really good good uh, what, do you guys, what, what would you guys say are some of those basic starting blocks you want to get online you want to become the next ebay millionaire the next rock star janelle just introduce yourself quickly <laughs> i am janelle i'm visionary of the online success institute and osi rock stars i tour around the country teaching people how to not just sell online but how to actually make money doing it which is way more important. <laughs> way, and way way more fun. When you're making money selling online, much, much better. <laughs> we can hook you up with an eBay store, so, no worries. So what are the basic things, if you're a beginner, that you want to start doing? Yeah, for us, there's really three main components, kind of to any website, and that's product, traffic, and conversion. And for us, we concentrate on the product part. We help you figure out what you're going to sell because... You know, you got to sell what sells. You know, don't uh, us. This is which website? Worldwidebrands.com, and you can also see our free education series at blog.worldwidebrands.com. We help people start there, both in traffic. You can either go to a place like eBay, where, where Janelle is such an expert on on eBay, uh, but she's also an expert in, on so many things. But in eBay, you've got this amazing amount of traffic that comes in there. So, how do you take that traffic and really? convert that into sales how do you take one thing where somebody's coming into a store for example like janelle talks a lot about ebay stores you have a one item that somebody was looking for and you turn that single customer into so much more than just a you know a single customer so we you know we partner with people who really understand that side of the business traffic and conversion and we concentrate on getting people the products the physical things to sell I would actually even backtrack a little bit more because a lot of people come onto eBay and become accidental success stories in the process. I think they need to backtrack at that point and come up with a business plan. You know, if you treat eBay like a garage sale, no big surprise, you're going to get garage sale prices. So you do need to backtrack into that real business world. I'm not talking the 150-page business plan right off the bat, but do have a concept of who are you going to be online and start there. And that goes anywhere from your logo to what it is you're going to sell to what does your business model look like. Is it you and your husband part-time? Are you going to go full-time? Are you going to teach education? Uh, what does that marketplace look like? The second mistake I think that, that new sellers make is they make it all about them instead of the people with money. It's kind of important to make it all about the buyers. So sell what the buyers want, which is what Rob was just talking about. Don't sell what you like. Sell what the people are willing to spend money on. So a practical example of that, we did a 
webinar with Forrester Research. And Forrester is, you know, the, the leading research company right now in, in the area of, of online. And they basically said, look, more women right now are coming online in the last number of years. I mean, just they are getting on there and they are they are buying. This is a really active marketing. Women are launching at twice the rate as men. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially for, um, women over 30 who, you know, they're having kids or whatever and they don't have time to shop anywhere else. And look, it's a tough time. You know, right now there's a recession. So, for example, if you go from this general thing, okay, you know, Forrester is telling us women are going online and they're telling us baby products are becoming really big. Well, how do you then turn that into actually a niche? Because you got to understand that it's not just bright baby products is way too broad. you got to delve down deeper into that. And we have research tools that allow people to say, okay, here's the whole big baby products area, but you know, let's look at baby apparel or baby gift baskets or look, drill down into that detail as to what really is actually working and converting and get a good idea of what's selling in that new opportunity. So we're constantly working on providing those kinds of opportunity to people. So Blair Witch got you online. And then that's when you started experimenting with websites, and how did it evolve to yeah. the, this commerce business? I, I, you know, look, I, <laughs> I just don't fit the normal cloth. I just never fit in <laughs> anywhere. I was always I can't see you in a cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> I just I never did anything normally, and I, I hopefully will never start doing anything normally. And so I, I still am a producer. I've I've done uh, two television series. I've done this will be my third movie that's coming out called Seventh Moon. And I've done an animated short. I've done all of those all of those kinds of things. But I also just really enjoy the online space, and I really enjoy the empowering quality of it. The downside, if some people would say, is. You don't live in the world where you would go and work for one big corporation and you'd have a job for life and you retire. It just doesn't exist anymore. And you don't even have a job that stays static. Every year, jobs change. Every year, everything is so much more dynamic. So I just got attracted to the idea of being able to reinvent myself all the time. And for me, Worldwide Brands was that opportunity because I could genuinely help people succeed. And my partner started the company eight years ago. And I basically found it and and bought into the partnership and said, listen, right now you're running this out of your garage, but I really think that this could help a lot, a lot of people. And now today we've got 120,000 customers. It's a a pretty sizable business. We represent over over 6 million products. We add new products every day. What do the customers buy? What's their business relationship? So they buy a membership with us. So it's the Worldwide Brands Product Sourcing Membership. And that basically gets them access. It's a one-time fee and a lifetime membership. It's $297 right now. And that gets you access to the research tools and a database where you can basically put in your keyword, say, I'm interested in selling baby products. It'll come back and it'll tell you, okay, these are all the different kinds of product types we have, and there's thousands and thousands of them. You click on one of those product types and it'll tell you, okay, here's the supplier, here's the information, here's the contact information, here's the person who you're going to deal with, here's the terms. And then, in addition to that, we have already talked to this person. We know they work with people who sell online. We know they're real. We guarantee that they're real. You're not going to get scammed. You're not going to get taken for a ride. And you have a direct relationship with that person, so you're dealing with that supplier, you grow your business with them, that we're essentially this kind of super information filter. 
do they ship direct or do they carry inventory? Um, we have people who drop ship. So in that case, you sell online. You don't have any inventory yourself that you hold. So you put up the image, you put up the thing, and the, the supplier actually fulfills for you. But I represent a bunch of different people, liquidators, importers, uh, all kinds of, of really good uh, good products. Then in addition to that, we have a whole education product called The Wholesale, which is a, it's 19 video courses online. And it takes people step-by-step step through the process. Where do I start? And how do I build my business? And how do I sell physical products online? And that's called the wholesale. Video is really exploding today. You're in a perfect position. What would happen with Blair Witch today if YouTube was out? And uh, if you did Blair Witch today? Yeah, you know, I mean, look, we're, we're doing a film called Seventh Moon right now, which is our, a return for us to a lot of the same techniques that we used in Blair Witch. But it's just, it's just always different. You know, everything always changes. What people want to see changes. And, and the dynamics of the marketplace change. So, I mean, I think it's a really exciting time because, as you said, more and more people are consuming video in every kind of format. So are you sneaking stuff out on YouTube for 7th Moon? Yeah, you know, we've done all kinds of different viral launches from doing... For a comedy that we did, we created a site that's still up there called Reemco, R-E-E-M-C-O, Reemco.com. And that was a fake site for the actual character in the, in the, in the project. Uh, so we've done everything from that to, you know, right now for Seventh Moon, we're doing a, a documentary on this. I mean, it's an amazing... The, mo- the, the movie is about a real Chinese uh, belief that goes back 2,000 years. And on the seventh lunar moon, they believe that the ghosts come from hell and you have to feed them. And so all over Asia... The, every time this time of the year that literally people go there and they build these huge effigies and they sacrifice animals and they, they feed these ghosts and so we're doing a documentary about that mythology which is insane I mean I lived in China for four months while we're making this film and I mean it's just otherworldly and so the, our story is about an American couple that get caught in this Chinese Halloween. Um, and, and so it's all about that culture. So we're using video over the web to actually communicate a lot of that, that kind of mythology. And, and yeah, we, we still really have a direct relationship with our fans and our supporters. That's, that's really the most exciting thing about this is that I can reach out and touch people who are interested in me. And, you know, that's the beauty of the Internet. It's awesome. Well, I'll just wrap up with the question I ask everyone. What are some of the things you're using online Productivity tools, different software, websites, e- either for business effectiveness or personal effectiveness or just for fun. Yeah. You know, I have to say that one of the sites that I've been using a lot lately is Daily Candy. You know, a daily email about all the cool stuff. Well, if you're sourcing and you're looking for hot trending items, what better than a bunch of 30-year-old extra money chicks who are out there finding all the hot shopping things out all over the country. So we actually have been doing some great trend spotting just through Daily Candy. But I'd have to say, you know, Forrester, Forrester's research, which we just use, we use their facility right now, and it gives such dynamic information about what's going on globally online and and we're using a lot of their reports right now just to make our big picture decisions but that's not a fun one yeah janelle had the fun one oh sorry i mean i go to worldwidebrands.com all the time right right and 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 i go to osirockstars.com all the time there you go thanks guys thanks for doing this thanks jay
Well, thanks, Robin and Janelle. That was a lot of fun. It was a great night. We had a ton of really, really fantastic people there. And we have some more recordings from eBay Live. We'll get to those in the next couple weeks. Um, So great to meet Robin. Great to uh, hang out with Janelle. Every week we close the show with a song from the Podsafe Music Network. What do you guys think of the music? Are you still listening at this point in the show? How many of you are, well, I guess if you're faded out, you're not going to answer this question. But if you are listening, let me know. Call our calling line, 206-888-6606. I'd be happy to take uh, selections or call-ins as well. And you can check out the Podsafe Music Network and search for music, search for bands that you love, maybe some local acts that that you're seeing in, in your regional market. And if they have some songs on the Podsafe Music Network, that means it's available free of charge for podcasters with no rights fees for us to share with you. So check it out, the Podsafe Music Network, and uh, call our calling line or email me, j at 10goldenrules.com. So this week I tried to find something from the Blair Witch soundtrack in honor of Robin. But I had no luck with the soundtrack, but I did find a kind of funky mix. It sounds like The Cure, or uh, you know one of those sort of techno bands. Um, this, is, this is going back a little bit. Maybe not the best song we've ever played, but it's kind of funky, and it's called Hunting for Witches. Have an amazing week, everybody.
for listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. Please send comments and questions to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Or use our call-in line 206-888-6606. with Gas Blaster. Ten golden rules for all your internet marketing needs.